Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. Welcome everybody for another part of my episode for this week. Uh, basically, this whole week, the past week, past five days trading has been again to go sideways on down Jones. Um, it's quite quiet, uh, down 100 points, up 100 points, and up and down a bit. So it's more or less sticking around the 30,000 mark on down Jones. And uh, that's basically more or less it. And uh, for, for me anyway, um, because I'm based in Britain, I'm more interested in about Brexit. Um, basically, Britain getting itself uh, out of uh, Europe and the talk to uh, have some sort of trade deal talks um, between Europe and UK is diminishing. And the pounds this week basically took a quite a rough, volatile week for, for that, especially on Friday, just nosedive a bit. And uh, it um, basically, I will talk a bit more when I do uh, um, do my um, sample portfolio update. But yeah, it, it it was hit on on Friday. But but for me, basically the the, the biggest things this week is um, the uh, madness for me. <laughs> anyway, I, I personally feel um, is the um, IPO of uh, Airbnb. Um, but on on the whole, the the market's just waiting on um, somehow it's not making new high uh, in um, uh, down Jones like. Um, go above the 30,200, 30,300 marks. And I think the other biggest event for the coming week anyway is um, is definitely on Monday, 14th, the Electoral College in US, uh, basically. A bunch of people go and vote to actually to either select um, Joe Biden, uh, President-elect, or uh, give Donald Trump the um, thumbs up for second term. But um, generally, it's always... Um, the popular vote and uh, got the um, colleges together and then they, they just go vote. So if the let's say one state is uh, for uh, Joe Biden, the, those college votes uh, numbers should vote for Joe Biden. Uh, in most cases, that's just, that's the case. But given that uh, Donald Trump tried all sort of um, tricks, try to get his way, it I uh, still you know some sort of fireworks coming. On Monday, yeah. So I think everybody's watching. It, it, it might not yet be foregone conclusion. It just um, um, we see how, um, in my view, President Donald Trump is sort of like a bad loser. Um, tried everything, tried to stay on power, and he might yet have some able to pull something out of the hat. But we don't know. So far, the um, the law thing, the review and stuff, um, it didn't work in his favor at all. And uh, it just goes wait and see how how things are. I mean, on this funny, just really show. I mean, I say it quite a few times in my podcast is how Donald Trump is, is basically basically just as uh, uh, a typical successful businessman who have been around, and uh, he basically never give up. Um, just to try all sort of things. Sometimes you might like his approach or not, but he just you know, not until the last minute. He will never back down. He's tried all sort of things. Some of it root maybe a bit. Uh, crazy in my view but that is just how it is and uh, I, I've seen uh, a lot of negative you know, report back uh, talking about Donald Trump when Donald Trump was down last time when the, he has a uh, business issue and went to um, Hong Kong to ask the the public tycoon to help and you know, put some money together help him put his, uh, get back on his feet so to speak and once that's that, that I mean 
that should be good things, right? And everybody, I mean, friends help each other or something. Um, but unfortunately for Donald Trump, is um, when the tides turn and uh, um, Donald Trump is in a better position, and uh, some uh, the agree- disagreement between you know, him and uh, the previous friends in Hong Kong. Uh, basically, <laughs> they they end up in, in court, you know, um, suing each other kind of thing. It's just basically uh, it's just not good. And um, we basically see see how it might show itself again that you know Donald Trump may basically um, fight a lot, well, not agree that he have lost, and basically he would just you know do do some funny and odd things, and this really have uh, make the market go you know jittery at the moment, and uh, we don't quite know exactly what might happen next. So this week I think it's also uh, it's important on that one, but also I I believe. Um, this week, I think on the nineteenth is also the, um, there's some report coming out in um, in US to report back to the Senate or something to say if anybody any external forces was there to um, to try to uh, change the election, you know, uh, um, let's say um, if anybody from um, for example um, Russia is trying to you know change the vote or you know the, uh, make things you know different for one candidate or the other, that kind of thing, what happened in Hillary Clinton and um, uh, President Donald Trump's um, last election, um, that kind of thing. So that may be another little hiccup on the market as well. So this week is a couple more things. And as far as I know, um, it's going to be middle of the month for, for this, um, basically um, for December. I think um, I think it's, it's one of this week or next week is going to do... Um, um, the financial companies uh, market is just go to do their final year calculation. I thought it's end of November, but it looks like this depends. Really, some people do early, some some can um, some company do a bit later. I think most people also start basically doing that already. So you see the the this is one of the reason why the downturn is hovering around the thirty thousand mark to basically before the uh, the yen mark, um, yen book calculation that kind of thing and and uh, call the end and so forth to basically have a good. Um, um, down Jones figure so that this 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 year, however volatile, they still make money. Um, that kind of thing. So, uh, it might still be you know relatively, um, stable for a week or two, and then uh, when everybody go on holiday, it could be quite fluctuating. So, I'm not quite sure yet. But as far as I'm concerned, trend following say is you know is still up for a down Jones anyway. But it uh, from the chart is just going to be sideways. Uh, so we just have to wait and see. But the the main thing I really want to talk about is this this is this happy and big matter thing. I mean, per person, I, I'm um, I think some of my um, podcasts I also said I I don't just trade. I also have a few buy to let properties in UK. Basically, I'm I'm buying properties to uh, rent it out to uh, single families as well as to students, and I also try to dabble in Airbnb. I haven't started yet. I was thinking about it doing it this year, but unfortunately, the COVID nineteen stop stop all that. Um, uh, but I have a friend and also a mentor uh, who uh, basically guide me about um, Airbnb stuff, and he actually got quite a few properties. I'm making quite a bit of money uh, throughout uh, the last five years. It started, and uh, it's been you know making a lot of money. But unfortunately, the Airbnb basically just killed his business overall, and just because of the pandemic and the lockdown in the UK, and people, and also the disruption in traveling. Uh, Bath is a tourist town. It, a lot of um, People from all around the world at this moment is Chinese, but a lot of other Europeans come over here as well. Um, a lot of things just not not happening, and also um, in the middle of the year we have the the um, Bath is also got had um, two universities, 
and um, middle of the year people um, they use university graduation so the parents will come out over it's always a busy time for Airbnb hosts in uh, in Bath but this year basically top all of that and so from from that point of view from what I see uh, with my own eyes my understanding in the UK anyway I just do not understand how Airbnb can um, on I believe on Thursday um, basically doubled the initial IPO offering I think a bit yeah hundred ten percent or something uh, more so basically double uh, and a bit more of the initial um, IPO price uh, so those one who actually got into the uh, MBM IPO will make will double the money but uh, I don't see how it lasts even though I know there's a lot of money flooding the market in, in around the world especially in America but um, um, so different here in America with so so much I mean, it's worse in America with the pandemic, not more or less, not really, it's not under control at all. But people still power into this uh, company, basically, it's, it really depends on business travels, you know, and uh, tourist travel, those kind of things. Uh, I just don't know how it can uh, um, survive in this environment. Yes, uh, it raised about, you know, I believe 3.5 billion or something uh, for this IPO, um, but, you know, I'll probably trade it for this year, next year, but... Um, what happened after that? Hopefully next year will be um, a lot better with the recovery going on. But I personally believe it will be a slow, um, painful climb back up from the hole, so to speak. So it was still a lot of challenges for the, the Airbnb, but how can it sort of double uh, is beyond me, basically. Um, I just don't see how that works. Maybe just like euphoric, you know, people just not thinking with the brains, just... Um, just try to make some money for the short term. So uh, for me, basically, this it feels a bit like lastminute.com, that kind of thing. It's back in 2003, uh, the last major uh, internet company got IPO in UK, basically selling you know airline tickets or hotels or cruise ships uh, tickets or some sort of um, meterings you know, and then so forth, um, tickets and things for last minute. And that's why I got asminute.com, but that sort of marked the the start of the beginning of you know downturn of uh, of the internet bubble back in two thousand and three. So, so um, it just um, it might bring back some deja vu. But personally, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. I feel just there is so much uh, hype on this Airbnb. I mean, just just look at it this way: international traveling is not there. Even internal traveling is very limited. And we have lockdown here and there in UK anyway, part of our parts around well, some of the obviously in, in America and Europe. And that doesn't help with the pandemic. Um, there are some vaccines running around, but how does that vaccine work? It's still, you know, early days, you know, UK is for example, rush out this uh, Pfizer um, uh, vaccine, even though all the vaccines so far, as far as I'm concerned, it's not tested enough, even the Chinese or the Russians one. Um, it just need more sample. Um, you're talking about the whole world here, about eight, seven point eight billion people, and you test a few hundred thousands in there. This is not gonna be enough, is it? And uh, UK already find out. You know, this week uh, they started rolling out the the um, the Pfizer's um, uh, vaccine and found some people who have a history of allergies. Uh, basically get some rashes ready really on right away it's treatable but it just showed that you know it, they didn't know about this could happen before uh, fortunately the people who actually got this uh, bad allergic reaction is uh, uh, doctors and nurses or something and uh, they got treated very relatively quickly 
And that basically just shows that we don't know quite not exactly what this vaccine, uh, whichever one it is, from Russia, China, or in, in from America or, or anywhere uh, in Europe or, or Canada, whatever, how the people might react to our people's body might react to it. And then if you let's say, let's say American drugs works for American people, what happens? Does it really work for um, uh, people from Europe and Russia or something, uh, or the Chinese one worked in? Uh, um, Europe, and also which, as I said last podcast, which um, vaccine will be recognized by another country with all this trade war going on, and then allow people to start um, traveling, tourism traveling, as well as business traveling, that kind of thing. This this was going to need to be sorted out next year, and all of that affect Airbnb, and I just this is why I just don't see why uh, this uh, IPO can go double like this. Um, so we just had to wait and see those people making big money, uh, double the money. Uh, I think um, um, personally, I would um, st- take half the money out on the other, just just l- leave it there and just see how how the market goes. But I just feel there's some um, deja vu happening. And secondly, of course, um, you're in UK now. Seems I think uh, again I talk about it uh, a few uh, um, uh, podcasts before. It's UK is talking about um, the UK government. It's talking about uh, delaying um, um, uh, eviction for commercial tenants. So basically, people on high streets having problems, couldn't pay their rent because you know pandemic, lockdown, and so forth. And then, of course, the commercial landlord could go through eviction just like anywhere in the world. The UK government is thinking of delaying that. I think it's trying to put in the parliament something at uh, extension another three months or so forth until some part next year. Um, but it, this is another biggie that um, I think in general the, the market either ignores it or just not take that into account. I think it's mostly just ignores it that I mean around the world the pandemic is affecting everybody and people start not going to um, what you call going to, to the high street as much. Okay, they shop on the internet a lot more. I mean, the, the, with the rise of like going to buy food, you have uh, delivery, um, Amazon, that kind of thing as well, um, um, online delivery. And um, so the shops, um, the brick and mortar, we call them, on the high streets are suffering. A lot of them uh, have to fold. And of course, uh, the pandemic uh, reduces the, um, the income of those shops. And then they obviously couldn't pay the commercial landlord. The commercial landlord cannot evict them. Just same as residential landlord cannot evict the, the tenants. So both uh, commercial tenants or normal residential tenants are basically living free with subsidies by the landlord, so to speak. And the government basically uh, Stop the um, the government stop the landlord, both residential as well as the commercial, to evict people or reduce the rate or slow everything down. So there's still a lot of pen pending eviction that's gonna happen. I mean, how long can that last? I don't know. Who knows? But it really depends on the government from each um, each 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 country. And we just wait and see. But it's definitely gonna be a big thing for next year anyway. For for me as well, as I can see. Even myself, I got uh, lucky enough. Um, not much of an issue, but I still got some delay in and uh, getting some payment. Um, um, some people just um, some tenants just uh, didn't have the job because a lot of them got got fired so to speak and I lost the job during the pandemic and um, my my um, 
uh, rate of people not paying me is already very 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 low but I'm not quite sure next year how that might turns out because next year probably a lot of people will either lost will have most likely lost the job and then try to find a new job with a lot more competition so the job pay probably much less and then so probably my um, the income to, I can produce from my um, buy buy to let properties will probably you know have to be same as this year or maybe have to be, have to be reduced because just a lot more people out there suffering the same thing so it's a flood of uh, rental properties at the moment and same thing for commercial uh, just shops are closing and they have most likely uh, even anybody that survived can you know, most likely trying to squeeze the commercial landlord and try to reduce the rate so what happened all those commercial landlords or those uh, pension funds which bought into real estate or um, renting out high street shops or uh, big shopping complex um, um, the share prices and, and the pension funds and the big uh, shareholders of those companies will be affected. But at the moment, none of that seems to be uh, showing up uh, in the in the stock market of both UK uh, as well as America as around the world because um, all the stock market indices seems to be all going up, 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 up. Um, we'll just have to wait and see uh, how that is going to play out. But uh, yeah, that's what... Uh, uh, my my feeling at the moment so yeah next week personally i just gotta watch out what happened to america hopefully um president-elect joe biden will get through and uh, no more hiccup from um uh President Donald Trump, and uh, I will brief a signs that we live. I think the market probably will, but then um, we'll next year. Looking into next year will be a uh, a lot of um, when um, President Joe Biden comes in. Um, he has a lot of work to do, not just in America, but also, you know, how Don President Donald Trump has uh, infuriated both uh, U.S. friends as well as enemies and how uh, uh, Joe Biden had to go around try to calm the time the nerves of you know some of the let's say Europe <laughs> for example the the pipeline that you know Brit um, Germany is uh, building between Germany and um, uh, Russia and uh, Donald Trump is you know sanction on it will Joe Biden able to stop those sanctions and basically smooth things with uh, Germany you know, it's it's frustrating. You know, Germany's this pipeline with uh, Russia is what ninety five percent nice and complete, and then um, Donald Trump just you know, slams some tariffs on it, and uh, we just have to see with uh, you know with um, uh, President elect Joe Biden, we are truly able to uh, calm things as well as also um, with uh, his uh, view with uh, China to trade. Uh, we're trying to trade this with China. We'll see how it goes on that one. So next year, a lot of things going to happen. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But so far, uh, the index, I've said again, is just not taking any of the effect of it. Not thinking about it. So there's loads of pink elephant, gray rhinos, whatever, running around. And we just have to uh, find out uh, as it comes. So that's the end of this week's uh, market update. And next will be the update of my portfolio coming up. Okay, first of the bad is, as usual, Apple um, is same as last week, buy short term, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. Uh, Amazon, um, short term is still a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is also neutral. Um, Aussie dollar against US dollar, well, buy across the board, short, medium and long term. The, the good things on this one is, it yeah, broken finally the point seven three marks in gone to point seven four and I think up a bit to point seven five. So it's it's doing well. Um but personally I just feel um what does that mean to the Australian dollars? Um 
in Australia export market with these dollars being so strong uh, in comparison and uh, it's export probably you know cost a bit more um, so uh, we just have to wait and see next is uh, um, Brent crude uh, again it's buy across the board um, short term medium term long term is buy uh, crude oil as well so short medium long term is also buy so uh, the Brent crude and WTI crude oil both uh, buy across the board so basically yeah again the US dollar index is down so this one of the things that helped the Australian dollars going up and uh, yep the break good and uh, crude oil um, uh, just continue to go up um, this is I think is probably continue like I said before it's not because there's massive recovery in the world market for uh, for oil for traveling and shipment going around people start flying around different countries but basically because of the weakness of uh, US dollars so anything that price in US dollars uh, it is a bias underneath bias of uh, you know getting higher and higher simply means US dollars is weakening and the US dollar index um, is going around about um, 90 f um, 91 or something go back up a little bit but um, it's likely to break the 90 marks it's, it's, uh, you just have to wait and see so it, um, that happens it'll be a lot more who are uh, next is DAX uh, in uh, Germany is buy across the board short medium and long term so buy down Jones the same short medium and long term is buy so like I said before early on this is uh, down Jones going sideways and we just have to wait and see what what happened with Dow Jones um, uh, overall. Uh, next is FTSE, um, following the American lead, as buy across the board. Short, medium, and long term is buy. This is why I'm saying with the indexes. I mean, which I go through the uh, uh, Asia as well. Um, the main indices around the world, the major one, just basically going up, up, up. Um, but the world is facing a pandemic. There is possibility of vaccine, and. Uh, that's it basically you know a lot of money flying around however like um one buffer say you know long term the stock market is way machine so when the people start to get um, um or company basically reporting their earnings we will probably see a lot more you know more uh, low uh, figure of uh, of um, profit and then the stock market perceiving um, some the, the news media would then say oh it's in line with expectation but expectation when compared to 12 months ago is way down say 20 30 or even 50 percent because of the uh, COVID-19 issue um, and then the market probably will play a bit about it but um, I move the share up or market up but the overall is at the end of the day is if just if the actual company not picking money how can the stock market continue just go up because just no fundamental to cover it even though i'm a technical guy i believe uh, very much like the book you know nicholas davis you know the you have a technical edge but you know don't f um don't forget about fundamentals when those two match together you know share price go you know either up or down together so at the moment uh, the fundamentals and the uh, euphoria of the stock market technicals is totally out of whack and um, at the moment so far you know, emotional is winning the stock market is going up even though fundamental is deteriorating all the time we just wait and see what happens next is gold uh, short term has gone uh, up to buy now uh, medium term has then changed to neutral so it's long term is neutral so gold has a bit of a reaction on Monday and uh, this seems to be you know going back up again it's, if it's trying to break above 1850 but at least uh, we've taken the 1800 mark so um, 1900 or 2000 is only a couple hundred dollars away it's not that far so we'll just wait and see uh, next is uh, Hang Seng index um, in Hong Kong 
um, same as Dow Jones is uh, buy across about short term, medium term, long term buy, same as last week. Nasdaq, same as last week as well, short, medium, long term buy. Nikkei, same thing as uh, Hong Kong, uh, short, medium, long term is also a buy, so there's no changes there. Uh, silver, next, same as uh, uh, gold has recovered somewhat, and uh, short term is a buy, medium, long term is neutral. Uh, next is uh, the bit of a foreign currency, like what I said before about Australian dollars. The US dollar's weakness basically causes the, uh, the Chinese yuan, the uh, Chinese dollar to continue to strengthen. Um, so it's sell across the board, so essentially the Chinese dollar is, uh, Chinese yuan is uh, stronger uh, as the US dollar is weakening. So that's why it's uh, sell across the board, short in the long term. And there's also a, a lot of people talk about uh, China manipulating its currency. Um, in in a way, it is sort of dead, and then just like you know, try to keep around seven mark or six point nine mark. But since um, um, there's so much trade dispute with America at the moment, well, China basically say, okay, uh, just make my stuff more expensive. Because you you got to think about it, if the U.S. dollar uh, index remains strong, or let's say the Chinese um, um, dollar is remain weak, weaker compared to U.S. dollar. I mean, even though China doesn't manufacture as much goods as before, it's still quite, you know, 20, 25% and center around, around the world, ultimately in dollar terms. And it does make its stuff cheaper. Now with the Chinese dollar strengthening, and uh, US dollar weakening, that means only one thing, okay? It causes American more to buy stuff from other countries. So the deficit, U.S. what U.S. export to other people and what other other countries and what other countries export um, um, into into America, the de deficits uh, this discrepancy will be higher. So the deficit of the U.S. Um, the, um, dollars um, in in America, a trade deficit will be even even higher. It might shift from China into other parts of the world, but it's still high. And compared to what was before, will be enormous a lot more because US dollar is weakening. And then this is more or less what we saw back in 2007, 2008 time. So um, next year, I think, is a year of you know, US dollar's weakness. And that causes a lot of inflation around the world. In America, definitely will see a lot more inflation, imported, unfortunately, imported inflation, simply because what we buying before, even the Chinese price or uh, from Latin America or from Canada hasn't changed uh, simply because US dollar is weakening compared to those currency in uh, those prices will go up and either the importer uh, in US have to just basically keep it, reduce the profit or just pass it on. It's likely to be 50-50 I presume because they need to you know keep as much money they can to give us a five. So American people will probably will see a lot higher bills in general. Um, okay, so uh, watch out all my American friends. Next is uh, US dollar against Japanese yen. Uh, again, it's sell across the board. Japanese yen is uh, uh, taking a uh, strengthening, so to speak. And uh, after that is British pound against Japanese yen. Sell for short term, and medium term and long term is neutral. And uh, British pound against US dollar short term is sell, and medium and long term is still buy. So as I said before, the uh, Brexit um, is near its end. We have like what, two more weeks or so, and uh, until end of the year, to the 2020 is uh, Boris Johnson. I think on Friday, uh, is basically prepared a car, the country to say it's likely um, there will be a no 
agreement exit uh, for Britain to go away from uh, get out of Europe. So um, there will be quite a lot of issues about his border control, about fishery, about you know trade, um, sending cargoes between and, and train and whatever between the two countries. Um, so um, all the all the lorries you know, travel between the countries for foods and services going up. Is is going to be quite a bit of chaos and we just have to wait and see how, how things will turn out but um, British pound definitely get get a hit last week and next is Bitcoin uh, buy across the board and Bitcoin has been quite frustrating lately sort of tried and gone up to like you know making new high and then coming down almost a thousand pound or two within a, uh, a space of uh, of a few days or just a week or so and then you go back up again a bit more but still having problems breaking the 20,000 mark it could be a psychological big mark but overall um, I just don't um, see that at the moment that it will uh, break high about 20,000 just just my view but as far as trend following is concerned it's by across the board um, one thing though I think people already spotted that this time the surge is not because of uh, retail investors like last time when it got up to 19,000 mark this time it's institutions people will bring more, a lot more money a lot more control and uh, tightening control of Bitcoin and um, so we just I uh, think it's a different ball game um, all together so the big shark is out there playing and the small uh, retail investor might get eaten up so be careful about that to always follow your rule. Next is uh, iShare 20 TLT ETF. Uh, short term is a buy now, and long uh, medium term is neutral. Long term is a sell. So with the uh, recent side trade, so to speak, a little hiccup uh, in the Dow Jones and uh, American market, the TLT seems to have you know uh, in um, short term wise increased the price slightly. So we just wait and see. Uh, next is Tesla, uh, spy across the board, short, medium, and long term, so no big uh, changes here. And uh, last but not least is Australian uh, uh, index, um, is basically buy across the board as well, it's just up and up and up. So for short term anyway, also change from last week was a little hiccup to sell and changed back to buy. So um, we just have to wait and see how it goes. So overall, the market is uh, similar last couple of weeks already. Most indexes around the world, uh, the exception of Australia, is more or less you know staying on the up course. Even Australia index that we covered this week, so it's all up again, and uh, everybody and uh, in stock so to speak, and um, is just uh, thinking there is a vaccine and therefore people will start coming out from their homes, from their homes, from the countries and start traveling and I personally don't see the optimism but um, this is what we do in trend following. My view is totally uh, useless and how I think and, and uh, thought of how the market should work is just anybody else's guess and it's often wrong and uh, just stick with your system. The trend following system said for indexes anyway uh, buy. I mean, Apple and Tesla continue to be buying more or less over them and just continue that way. Follow your system in this one. But uh, with the fundamentals going the other direction, so when the market will be a shakedown, it'll probably quite violently do some sort of correct, uh, correction and turn the other way, then be prepared just to get out. Don't don't marry to a position, don't fall in a position. Remember why we're in the markets for. Okay, so making money. We're not to be there to be right. Okay, we're there to make money. That's all there is. So remember that. And uh, with that, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.